Cheers, thank you, Mikhail. How how are you, sir? How's yourself? Good, good as well. Thanks for uh, hosting this. Very excited. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, no, looking forward to it. I, um, like you said, there's loads to dive into. Um, what about yourself, Robin? Have you have you got the speaker invite? Wait, let me just get up. Assistance as well. Two seconds, everyone. Just going to let everyone join. You there, Robin? Can we hear you? Yeah. Hey, Dan. I don't know. Can Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you fine. Oh, perfect. Hey, man. How are you doing? Yes, good. Thank you very much. Right. I suppose we could just uh, get straight on with it. Really. Um, so first, do you do you two want to just introduce yourselves and um, let everyone know a little bit about yourselves in the space? Yes. Sure. You want to go first, Michael? No, I'll let you go, Robin. Okay, okay. Hi, everyone. Thanks for joining in. My name is Robin, and I'm part of the growth team um, with Persistence. Uh, I've been with Persistence for almost two years now, and um, yeah, um, I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> hey, guys. Uh, I'm Mikhil, and I've been with Persistence Lab since the very beginning. So four years now, have been in, in the crypto space for more than four years. And yeah, I think Cosmos is, is the only ecosystem I've ever actively worked in within, within crypto. And I think since 2019, a lot has changed within Cosmos. Obviously, the drama still exists, but now it's, it's a lot better and it's a lot more fun. Uh, I, for the first time in four years, I honestly feel invigorated and like very excited about Cosmos. I've always loved the tech uh, that Cosmos had, but never really felt that the the ecosystem's gonna really succeed in, in this year, this year. But for the first time, I actually feel that. And I've played various roles within Persistence Labs, uh, specifically on the uh, business side. Uh, I, I was driving P-Stake, uh, everything on the business side for P-Stake for more than two years and, uh, until earlier this year, and recently stepped into a broader strategy role for, for the Persistence Labs organization as a whole. So looking after business strategy and execution for uh, Dexter P-Stake Persistence. Uh, very excited to, to talk more about uh, what we have to. Yeah, no, that's amazing. Thank you. Um, yeah, no, I'm looking forward to diving into everything because it's been uh, a lot's happened over the last few years and, and a few directions have changed and things like that. So I don't know who's best to take the lead on this, but do one of you just want to explain what persistence uh, chain is and, and what you guys are trying to uh, achieve? Absolutely. Yeah, I can do that. Uh, so persistence is, is a, again, is a Cosmos based layer one app chain, which is focused on liquid staking. Uh, when I say which is focused on liquid staking, what do I mean, right? So unlike other layer ones in this space, the, the beauty of Cosmos is you can build app chains. 
but we say what if you can build app specific chains uh sorry specific app chains uh, not even app specific chains uh, so when i say specific app chains you mean i mean specific apps on a chain so for us that's liquid staking uh we want to build up on the persistence chain we want to have applications that focus purely on liquid staking why because you don't want you know nfts being minted on your chain while uh you know and, and all the block space being taken uh, because of that while you know there's defi activity that's supposed to be happening on your chain you have some liquidations that are supposed to happen but there's a mint ongoing and, and the chain is clogged you don't want those situations so uh in 2019 actually when we first started building persistence the goal for us was to bring real world assets on the blockchain but uh, that was quite a challenging uh, thing to do given the regulatory and 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 you know regulatory state of of crypto at the time and also there was no pmf for for real world assets and blockchain back in the day i still don't think that we've reached pmf for that today but uh, there's still there's been a lot of growth in that space uh, in 2020 when we were actually preparing for the persistence token launch xprt launch we did the first take drop in cosmos uh, it's it's now quite common maybe it wasn't the first i do remember staff he was doing something similar as well so uh what we saw was basically as an atom holder you could stake your atom and and get access to xprt uh, an an xprt airdrop at at genesis uh what we saw was there was huge demand for participating in the stake drop uh, there was i think more than 35 36 million atoms that were staked in this campaign and and then we also did the same campaign with a bunch of other assets like luna matic kava at the time uh and and airdrop xprt tokens to stakers of these assets at genesis so when we were doing this this was around october 2020 and this defi summer as we all know you know compound and and synthetics were killing it with the liquidity mining campaigns and like yields in crypto had gone to like three digits four digits in in some situations uh so there's a lot of activity happening within the ethereum ecosystem but within cosmos you know as an atom staker you you were earning like 10 12% apr uh, which sure is sustainable but you know was not appealing uh, was not enough exciting enough for people so they're always looking for more yields on the staked assets that kind that is and looking at the participation in stake drop we realized that okay staking is is not as efficient as it could be and that's kind of how we started thinking about liquid staking uh that's how pstake came about in in late 2020 when we decided to build liquid staking for atom where a uh, users of you know stakers of atom should also earn staking rewards uh, but at the same time should also be able to participate with with that atom with the staked atom in, in defi and earn additional rewards on top of it uh so pstake uh, we started building pstake as the first application on persistence but back in the day cosmos did not have ibc did not have uh adex in the ecosystem so it was very tricky for us to build a liquid staking solution for atom so we kind of thought okay there are a lot of technical limitations what can we do here to actually build something that's going to be meaningful and that will allow atom to actually be liquid staked uh and and the base criteria for building a liquid staking solution is liquidity like i said <laughs> so uh where do we build liquidity so ethereum had a lot of liquidity at the time was the primary ecosystem and so we built our own bridge uh, spent a lot of money in getting that bridge audited uh, the, at the time bridge hacks were not common uh, we were slightly earlier uh, so people weren't hacking bridges back in the day but uh, you know we were always cautious about bridge hacks uh, and and any any exploit so we made sure that the product was as secure as possible and uh, issued stk atom as an erc20 token on on ethereum 
but fast forward to today you know you have a, a very you know exciting ecosystem in cosmos uh, so while this product did decently well uh, it had about 40 50 million dollars in tvl in 2021 2022 uh, we decided to not build on top of that product for a very long time and and shift our focus uh, within cosmos after interchain accounts uh, went live and uh, so only after interchain accounts went live could you actually build a non custodial fully non custodial liquid staking solution for atom within cosmos and that's how we started building pstake directly on top of persistence where pstake is a module on the persistence core one chain which issues liquid staking tokens like atom uh, and in a couple of days we'll also be issuing uh, liquid staked osmo so stk osmo and the future stk dydx and stk tia uh, so that's the first application within persistence but this is the issuance of liquid stake tokens that we're talking about but we i you know go, if we go back a little bit i talked about having specific applications on the chain so what are these applications these applications are a dex but focused on liquid stake tokens as as the base pairs uh, a, a borrowing lending protocol which focuses on using liquid stake tokens as collateral i think by default we've seen liquid stake tokens are are a much better collateral asset than uh, than native assets and we have had this vision since 2020 uh, which we've been trying to work towards and, and you know, the ecosystem is now starting to come around. So Dexter was the second application that went live on persistence earlier this year, uh, which has SDK Atom Atom as, as one of the most liquid uh, assets on the Dex. And there are other assets as well. Uh, we do have other applications in the pipeline that we are working towards. But again, the goal for persistence is to grow sustainably and, and really focus on just liquid staking as, as one aspect of, of the crypto ecosystem so yeah that's that's about persistence peace take dexter a little bit of high level principles that we operate with maybe you know just diving into that before handing it off to you danny i think it's been a long monologue but uh yeah for no that's that's great i think like you say um yeah you've covered a lot of it from from what i from what i know personally oh are you still there yeah from what i know personally obviously yeah you were sort of basically you were uh, you were a bit ahead of your time um with the liquid staking because i remember when p stake came out to start with um everyone within the ecosystem got an airdrop and i know a lot of people um sort of didn't want to do it and i I assume it's because it was uh it was built on the ethereum side because of obviously like you say everything wasn't ready within cosmos ecosystem so i know everyone knows um stride and quicksilver and things like that for liquid staking but persistence was actually building um and doing this a lot earlier in the in the ecosystem than a lot of others um so what i don't know whether this is this is probably better for maybe robin to talk about um but if, can you just explain a little bit about what's happened in like the last sort of few months in the last year um with persistence because i assume with more tools now and more things available you can you can uh you know build to uh accustom the the users a bit better a, a bit better yeah, sure. I'll, uh, I'll I'll give it a try to to, to <laughs> briefly um, explain what we've been doing. I think you 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 kind of mentioned it pretty well that um, so we we have been there for a while in the ecosystem, and the the problem that we might have had like this year is um, like what you hear what you heard from from Mikkel. We have been we have been building um, a lot of things. So what we have done last year is is like put our heads down. And focused a lot on product, on on making sure that um, um, yeah, to, uh, just on making sure that all our products, our protocols are super secure, 
Um, so priority was and is still one of our of our main things, uh, of course. And what we kind of what we maybe kind of forgot um, over the last year is to to communicate that enough, or to to communicate that, um, yeah, to to be more uh, communicative. That that's the word I, I was trying to to, to find. Um, so um, wait. Yeah, I'm sorry, guys. It's no. all right. Just get your thought process together. It's fine. Um, it's I mean, is there, um, is, is there, yeah, I mean, Mikhail, feel, feel free to jump in if you want to. If you want to do anything, I don't know whether um, maybe you want to jump in. It's a slightly different subject, but can you? I mean, can you maybe explain a little bit about P Stake now? Because as far as I know, um, it's, it's been rebuilt on the Cosmos side, so that everything is going to be native through the Cosmos side rather than having to deal with um sort of liquid staking on the ethereum through p stake and things like that so i don't know whether maybe it's worth just discussing that and then robin if you i don't know whether you want to get some notes or whatever for some little updates of what what has happened yeah uh, i think you know like i think what robin was also trying to get at is we spent the last couple of years really building and and the, the honest reality is, I, I don't hesitate in saying that in, in 2020, 2021, we were quite good at marketing and communicating what we were up to, but we weren't, you know, we couldn't nail nail the technical technical side of it. You know, we would always communicate that, okay, this is something we are working on, but we would miss deadlines, you know. Now that does not happen because we spent the last couple of years really focusing on that. And in that process of, of focusing entirely on tech, we kind of, you know, uh, forgot that, okay, we have to talk about what we are building as well. So uh, what did we build in the last couple of years, right? Like like you said, 2021, we had P-Stake on the Ethereum side. 2021, then Osmosis came about, IBC came about. 2022, the, Ethereum, the, the ecosystem started to shape a little bit more than what it was. And then uh, in 2022, mid, uh, mid, I think somewhere around July, August, if I'm not wrong, interchain accounts went live. Uh, which was the IBC version three. Now that is the first time you could actually build a non-custodial atom liquid staking solution. Why do I say that? Because the only other way around would be to build a module directly on the Cosmos Hub, which is pretty much impossible, <laughs> knowing you know the minimalistic nature of the hub that that people believe in. So uh, we spent a lot of time building a module on the persistence chain, which would then interact with a module on the Cosmos Hub through interchain accounts. And you could essentially deposit your atoms on the persistence chain into the P-Stake module, and that gets deposited onto the interchain account that exists on the Cosmos Hub, through which it then gets staked. So P-Stake, the product, is very much similar to Stride, in fact. There is not much, that, from a technical perspective at least, uh, that's what I can say, there's not a lot of difference. In, in fact, we do have some additional features on P-Stake, like instant redemption, which essentially matches you know, withdrawal requests with, um, or unstaking requests with deposits that come into the platform. And then the other thing that we, we think we've nailed a little bit better is also on the validator delegation side. So while Stride delegates to 32 validators, P-Stake delegates to 62. P-Stake, uh, we've also worked on a better delegation mechanism, which allows us to rebalance delegations on an automatic basis, uh, make sure that delegations are done you know, uh, on-chain itself, uh, by looking at on-chain parameters, it's a lot more transparent. There is no middleman looking at, okay, how should, okay, I'll review some applications and then you'll get delegations. None of that. It's all on-chain. It's all automated. The set will get updated every week. Uh, you can change that parameter. 
we'll look at a bunch of parameters that the module looks at and, and there's delegation. So P-Stake right now is fully native to Cosmos. It's fully IBC compatible and it's a solid product. If you want to take a look at it, just go to cosmos.pstake.finance and you'll see the product. We support LSM. Uh, so if you're already holding stake datum, you can convert that to liquid stake datum and, and use it uh, without having to unbond your tokens. So in terms of the technical aspect of, of P-Stake, we are, we are in a very good spot. Uh, and I think we'll obviously keep improving on, on, on the product. Uh, but what we really need to do is communicate better and, and let the community know that we've built this. Uh, please give it a shot and, and try it and see where, where you're at. You know, where, where can we improve? Feel free to tell us that. Yeah, yeah, I agree. No, I agree with you there. Um, like you say, it's just it's letting everyone know the options that they've got. Um, I think from a user point of view, it, it, I always say it to people, it, it's like driving a car. It doesn't matter what happens under the hood. Like, it, as long as you know how to liquid stake, um, you, you know, you, you can use either protocol, any protocol that's liquid staking, and you're basically going to get a very, very similar sort of thing. Um, what I did, so as we were talking about sort of what's happened in the last months and the last years and things like that, can do you want to explain a little bit more about proposal um eight eight uh, eight five three on the Cosmos Hub? It's, is that is that not it's about um is it getting six hundred k atom to bootstrap uh, liquidity pools? Is that is that correct? Or I mean, you guys you guys explain what that proposal is about and and what the benefits are if you can. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's a good question. Actually, I think this proposal is quite an important thing for for us and uh, it's uh, the last day before the proposal deadline. So it's actually at the perfect time to maybe talk about it. Uh, so what is proposal 853? Uh, basically the proposal says, uh, there's, there's a lot of Atom in the community pool, uh, Cosmos Hub community pool. Uh, why is that Atom sitting idle, right? It's not generating any staking rewards. It's not doing anything. What if we could put that to use to generate some revenue for the Hub community pool, send that revenue back with whatever atoms that we pull out. So essentially allocating 600K atoms from the from the atom community pool and staking half of that 300K of uh, atoms with P-stake first, and then pairing that 300K atom that is liquid stake with the 300K liquid atom on different DEXs. So which DEXs? It's Astroport on Neutron where a total of like 350k atoms out of the 600k atom goes and, and 250k goes on to Dexter on the persistence chain. What does the hub community pool get in return, right? Now of the 600k, I said 300k atoms will get liquid stake. Now that 300k atom generates about, you know, uh, what I think 13 or 14% is the atom staking API right now. So if you look at the staking API, which is 14%, that's about 42,000 atoms a year is, is what the community pool could generate uh, by just, you know, staking liquid staking some of these atoms. At the same time, since this uh, atom alongside the SDK atom is, is provided as liquidity on Astropod on Neutron and Dexter, whatever swap fees is generated will also go back to the atom community pool. So it's also generating swap fees uh, by using idle assets from the community pool. But there's more to it, right? Uh, because this sounds like it benefits P-Stake a lot more than it benefits the community pool. So what do we do? We align incentives. You know, it's, it's a lot about alignment of incentives as well. Uh, what do we do? We share, you know, about 15% of all P-Stake atom liquid staking revenue with, with the Cosmos Hub community pool. So if P-Stake generates about, let's say, P-Stake has about 10 million atoms staked with it tomorrow. Uh, and and P-Stake charges a 5% uh, fees here. 
whatever revenue peace tech generates through this five percent piece uh, 15% of that will go back to the atom community pool. Uh, now, why do we do this? The reason is, is alignment. Peastake is getting something from the Cosmos hub community pool. So it should give something back. Now, where do I think it's, you know, obviously a lot of people have different views on, on ICS and how the community pool fund should be leveraged, used. I think interchain security is, is quite, it's an, it's an interesting experiment, but I also think it's a lot more about the marketing narrative and, and meme than actual security of, of the consumer chain. So again, this is my personal view. I may be wrong. Uh, I may not be an expert in economics, but uh, what I can tell based on the things I've seen in the space is that narratives really, really matter. And, and while being an ICS consumer chain, you can actually align yourselves better with the Cosmos Hub. It's quite expensive to be uh, for, for validators in the Cosmos Hub to support other chains as well, uh, especially if they don't want to do that. Uh, and I think what we are offering here is, is a better way of aligning incentives rather than asking the, com asking the Atom community to also run validators on the persistence chain, which potentially does not need 180 validators to be, to begin with. Uh, so we are not asking them to do that because it, it seems like ICS right now is a cost center more than, uh, it being a, a revenue generator. So. In a way, this proposal sounds like a better deal for the hub than than also supporting, let's say, if we propose persistence should be an ICS consumer chain and then request for this liquidity, it would have been a lot uh, difficult for us to to justify that because it adds cost onto the hub. So that's my view on like this proposal. The 600k atom in itself is actually a loan. It will be returned back to the community pool in, in one year. And the Cosmos subcommittee can any time put up a proposal to, you know, to get these funds back if they, they choose to. So that's kind of uh, how this works. Yeah, no, that's perfect. So, yeah, just jumping in, looking at it. So you're, so P-Stake are returning a 15% share of the liquid stake and revenue. So the, what was it, the, the 300,000, was it 300,000 uh, Atom? You said you were going to swap to P-Atom and then obviously pair them in a poll. Yeah, so 300k Atom will get liquid stake through P-Stake, uh, but P-Stake will not charge the, the general fees that it charges, which is 5%. It no, won't charge that. But so, at the same uh, time... So, so you, said, and you said it was roughly, what, 42,000 Atom a year it would earn. So obviously 10% of that is, what, 6,300 Atom. So is that, what, is that the revenue that's going back into the community pool? Essentially, 6,300 Atom is going back to the community pool from the revenue earned from the liquid stake in... Atom, is no, that right? No, no, actually not really. So, so uh, take this number, right? Let's take this example. So P-Stake will stake 300K, uh, but P-Stake charges a 5% fees, not even a 10% fees. There's 14%, uh, but what we're first doing is we are saying P-Stake will not charge this fees to the 300K Atom that is staked from the community pool. Uh, so there is zero fees that P-Stake charges. Yes. Now, Atom staking rewards are about 14% right now. Let's say 13, 14%. That's about 40,000 Atom a year. Uh, so that's what the hub will generate because Atom sitting in the community pool is, is idle. It doesn't generate any revenue, right? Uh, it doesn't generate staking rewards. But since this is this 300k stake, it is already generating 40,000 atoms. But now outside of this 300k atom, let's say Danny, if you bring in another seven another 700k atoms and stake it with P stake, now that's where things get exciting because your 700k atom will generate about 98,000 atom a year. Uh, you know, in staking rewards, right? Of that, if P-Stake charges 5%, that's 4,900 atoms. And for, of this 4,900 atoms, 15% is what will go back to the atom community pool. 
So of all the atom that is liquid staked with P-Stake, 15% revenue that P-Stake generates will be shared with the hub community pool. Yeah, that make, no, that makes sense. Yeah, no, thanks for clearing out. It's like, it's, I'm trying to sit here and I'm trying to work it all out in my head and I shouldn't be doing that. I shouldn't, I shouldn't <laughs> no, 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 that's great. I, I think a lot of people might have had the same, you know, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's, it's very easy to, like you say, to confuse it and, and, yeah, people like to know what's coming back to the hub. How's it coming back? I mean, um, like another thing, something I, I always, well, I never see is, is there like a, a duration for it as well? So like after two years, if, if your if the liquidity is growing by 50%, it's 25% of what you borrowed going back to the community pool. Is there anything like that uh, in place, you know, just so that eventually it does go back or is there just no plan for now? It will just be a matter of putting up a proposal to, claw it back once eventually all like TVL is growing massively in Cosmos and, and everything like that. No, so there's a, there's a one year expiry on this uh, proposal itself that says after 365 days of the liquidity getting deployed, it'll automatically be sent. So there's five people on the multi-sig uh, which, who will be responsible for sending the funds back to the hub community pool regardless, unless there is another proposal that says, okay, you know, you should pull out that liquidity even earlier. And if that happens, then the liquidity will be sent back earlier. So. yeah no that's perfect awesome um well yeah i suppose i suppose realistically we can just get on with what's 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 coming up and what's next for persistence and yeah i think for persistence the goal is is uh like i said adoption and traction and we focused a lot on building products building solid products over the last couple of years it's, it's a matter of communicating that to to everybody out there and making sure people see the value in these products uh so with p-stake uh the goal is to issue as many you know, liquid staked assets as possible, but also supporting really strong ecosystem. So, uh, day after tomorrow, most likely we'll have SDK Osmo uh, go live. Uh, we are also going, looking to go live with SDK DYDX. The moment DYDX chain starts supporting interchain accounts in, in January uh, is what we expect that to happen. And then uh, we are also ready for SDK TI when when it's possible to support uh, Celestia liquid staking. So, for P stake. The goal is to issue liquid staking tokens uh, for Dexter. The goal is to build liquidity of these liquid staking tokens. The moment we have decent liquidity for these tokens on Dexter, that's when we start looking at a borrowing lending product on the persistence chain, uh, which could be deployed and, and you know you could use these assets as collateral to borrow against it. So that that's kind of how we are thinking about things. Uh, but the goal is to just go after traction and make sure people know what the product is. And, and how they can use it for their benefit. And uh, that, that's the idea. Yeah, no, perfect. Do you want to, um, do you just want to explain a little bit about uh, more about Dexter? Um, yeah, absolutely. Because like, yeah. obviously, yeah, not, not many people know about it. Where can people find it? What, what, what will it benefit them? And, and, and everything like that, please. Yeah, absolutely. That's, uh, that's a good point, actually. I didn't cover Dexter in, in as much detail as I would like. So Dexter, basically, you know, the, the idea for Dexter was you see a lot of Dexes in the market. Uh, and this was, again, I think somewhere around early 2022 when we discussed this. Uh, the idea was that there's so many Dexes out there, but they focus on all types of assets. Uh, the, the idea for Dexes was that, okay, uh, you have a Dex. It does everything. But what next? Uh, we thought of, of something different, right? Why not just build a DEX that focuses only on liquid staking assets as, as the primary asset class? Uh, if you like, you know, if you go on Osmosis, for example, the base pair is usually Osmo or Atom. What if the base pair on a DEX is, is a liquid staked asset? So that's the thought process behind building Dexter. 
uh, and then the other idea was that within the persistence ecosystem it's not just about having multiple applications it's about having applications that are so closely tied to each other that they come together to form some sort of a super app uh, which essentially allows you to do everything with just atom you don't have to worry about you know bringing atom on one product then liquid staking it getting sdk atom taking it to another product lping it taking it to another product borrowing against it what if you can do all of this through one interface and one interface and the least amount of transactions that you need to sign uh, all of that could be possible by correcting these applications uh, in, in a much better way and that can be achieved through having these applications deployed on the persistence chain mm. i don't know if, if you know people here are, are looking at things happening with osmos zoomi mars neutron it's a sign that the vision that we had from the very beginning which is of a of, a, of an app specific chain where specific apps kind of chain where you have a set of applications on the chain it actually works we've had that vision for a very long time and and we are seeing others execute the same thing uh, and, and it's just about execution for us as well and, and i'm fairly certain you know we, we are good at execution that's never been a problem with us you know the name itself speaks for it will persist until we uh, we execute on our vision so uh, that's that's kind of how we thought of building dexter uh, so dexter focuses on meta stable pools where uh, you have really good efficiency for trading between like for like assets but also yield generating assets so stk atom keeps on increasing in value against atom uh, so how do you capture that you know price difference uh, that that happens between stk atom and atom over time and and give out still give out the best trades for swapping uh, that's the idea behind dexter obviously liquidity on dexter right now is not as much as we would like but that's by design we chose not to go heavy on traction and incentives in the past we've spent very uh, few uh, if you look at pstake governance uh, xprd governance there's not been a lot of tokens that have been spent for incentivization unlike some of the others in, in the space but in this moment that's what we are looking to do uh, you know incentivize adoption and traction yeah, no, that's great. So P-Stake is basically the liquid staking protocol and then Dexter is going to be your liquid staking Dex that you're going to try and focus on mainly uh, liquid state tokens, like you say, rather than being a normal Dex. To, uh, while, actually, while we're talking about um, tokenomics and things like that, because I, I, I don't know whether I faintly remember about a year ago or something, but have there, has there been any tokenomic changes to persistence chain itself? Um and what like what what are your supply numbers like? Because if I recall, um, you've had all of your unlocks now for token sales, things like that. Um, so I don't know whether you can just explain: has there been any changes to the tokenomics in the in the last two years or anything that we don't know about? Well, that's a good question. Actually, there's not been any change in the tokenomics. But you're right; most of the tokens, I think, should be uh, completely vested and and liquid. Uh, so so the only thing that I could maybe talk about is. There was this idea of, you know, having a halving uh, every two years for so persistence at, at the start had about 35% uh, inflation, which would range between 25 to 35%, depending on the network staking ratio. But the network staking ratio is always above the, you know, staking ratio target rate, which was 66, 67%, if I'm not wrong. Uh, so it was always around 80%, 75, 80, 82 uh, which meant the inflation was actually much lower than 35 for, for a very long period of time. But then uh, after two years, uh, there was supposed to be a halving of, of this inflation, wherein the max inflation would become 20, uh, 22.5, I think 25%. And 
if I'm not wrong, yeah, 25% would be the max inflation and the min inflation would go to 12.5%. I think uh, because of, of blocks being slow, uh, blocks block production being slow on the chain, uh, because the average block time increased than then, you know, what the actual set parameter was, this would have, this halving would have happened quite later in this year, but uh, we would, you know, we pushed it forward and, and, you know, did a proposal to introduce that halving earlier than the set block height that it was supposed to happen. And so right now inflation on the persistence chain is, is much lower. I can maybe check what that is. Yeah, no, no. So, 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 do you use, use it's the same model as the hub? It's a, a fluctuating percentage depending on the bonded rate. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like yeah. Uh, except there's a halving parameter that that happens. So, uh, the halving happens every two years. Uh, it happened somewhere around like mid this year. It'll happen again in 2025. Yeah. Uh, and and it'll continue happening every two years until uh, we reach uh, a supply of around 400, 403 million XPRT. After which the supply increase would be so minimal that you know it wouldn't really change the supply much so inflation right now on the persistence chain is 13.67 since the bonding ratio is about 80 percent right now it's supposed to go down to 12 and a half which is the minimum uh inflation yeah no that's perfect that's perfect um i mean is there is there anything that i've left out is there anything that you guys um think we've missed or want to talk about no nothing from my side uh, robin if you want to add something maybe well, yeah, first of all, sorry for, for before. Uh, <laughs> someone, someone was calling me nonstop and I kind of lost my focus there. But uh, as, as you all heard, I mean, Mikkel is a very good speaker. Uh, he explained everything way better than I, I would have done. I would have done it. So, uh, so I, I don't think I'd, I have anything else to add, add there as well. No, that's fine. I mean, um, is there anyone... Who who's got any questions does anyone want to request any to ask any questions or anything like that um if not i mean we can we can wrap it up and maybe we can do another spaces in sort of uh a month's time see where things are at after uh prop 53 and you know once dexter starts growing the tvl starts growing maybe we can yeah come back then and have a chat and see how things are yeah absolutely okay. sounds good I, I... I anyway have to drop off. Uh, thank you so much for hosting, Danny. I appreciate this, and uh, always good to talk talk to you. And you know, looking forward to speaking more about uh, about our progress the next time. Yeah, no, perfect. Thank you, Mikhail. Thanks for coming and explaining everything. And yeah, look forward to next time you come on. Um, I don't think anyone's got any questions yet, so I think we can just finish it here. Um, yeah, thanks everyone for coming. Cheers, Robin. Thanks for assistance, everyone listening. And I look forward to speaking next time and seeing where we're at. Absolutely. Thanks, Danny. Thanks, everyone. Enjoy your day. Take care, everyone. Thank you. Bye-bye. Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey. What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve. Mentality stuck in the burbs. I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works. And we'll see what other kinds of trash is under the dirt. We rape and plunder the earth. Sit and wonder about the worth and plate. Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served. Motherfuckers walking around here looking faceless. Trying to make a living selling friendship bracelets. Dead ants dragging out the max amount of payments. Red down days got them acting all bankless. Yo fam, what? Check these token knocks. They probing this bear, flexing broken knives. I had to lay my soul down. I'm just roasting knives. And then to end a long day, 11 bowls of chronic. Never known the politic, I was
born to frolic It's been my policy to pollinate all over the plot We got a lot of apologists jumping in at the top We like to measure their velocity before they hit rock bottom Over impossible loss, it's all moss And I'm liking the odds Fondue in the morning, forming mycological bonds Flick the cap, yo, the road is highly involved Flip a coin, diary falls Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse, misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape and under the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Trying to figure out the max amount of dinner lay Stacked in non-toxic Just to get a better place Smacking on the hostage Like the shit is played for keeps Clowns, white knight, and all these Maybellines They call it implausible When model after model keeps on Ripping off the coat and going full throttle Eats, tearing apart your community All these low-hanging fruits Bearing zero liquidity Got a planet in reach Coming standard to each I'm on the back ten stargazing after the siege Commanding all the management to grab a few seats And then we'll round up the beasts And send a messenger east Y'all better sign a release When I'm bumping these beats Hands up if I got motherfuckers drumming the streets Yo, we got a few dubs We got a couple defeats And if you're coming for the king You better have some of each Motherfuckers fuckers screaming out loud Looking for mercy Before they find themselves Working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first Before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures Under the dirt We rape and blunder the earth Say and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy While the thunder is served Ten spaces.